0: Okay, so welcome to Horrors of Plenty. I'm Jordan and uh. And I'm um, Philippe. Philippe? No, I'm Phil. I'm Phil. I'm Phil. I'm Phil. Yeah. Jeez. You right. French or Asian <laughs> here? Which one are you? <laughs> wow. Uh, <laughs> right, so uh. Um, Philippe
1: nowadays? No, I'll just play it. i Philip. Phil? Phil. It's Phil. Phil, Nye the science guy. It, oh, we Phil out here. Oh, uh, Phil, not all right. But no, let's not go that far. That fool looks like he will literally find me in my nightmares <laughs> and murder me. <laughs>
0: well, I think he only lives in Washington. He's gonna make a road trip. Either just way, to, I don't want just to deal do with us Phil down? Knight? Yeah,
1: I'm good. I'm good. Yeah, no, I'm just Phil. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Alright, so today's episode is about uh, Sir John Herschel He published uh, a magazine, well these articles in this newspaper back in uh, 1835 uh, The New York Sun And he wrote it about these um, aliens that he supposedly saw on the moon Oh, damn. And he basically turned it into a short story over the course of six days. Moon aliens. Yes. Hidden within stories. Uh, the Respertilio Man. Oh, to my. To be specific, oh. which is basically the prehistoric Batman from what him. I'm going to throw that one out the there. The prehistoric Batman? Yeah, he's like you Gotta kind of explain just a little bit for that oh, one. That okay. got me
1: messed up. What?
0: <laughs> he was. He's going, going on to say that um, he was the first person, you know, to ever really see mm-hmm. the, you know, life on the moon. And then he goes on to say um...
1: Oh, okay. I see what you're saying now.
0: That we should really... We actually have an interest in exploring the world and exploring science more than just kind of obsessing over what the media has to say and at it first hand. Yeah. So when he wrote this he was also kind of making fun of people's gullibility. Oh. Yeah. Dang. And then he started receiving, like, death threats and stuff in the mail because no <laughs> Hashtag, one... yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs>
1: I almost said hashtag FBI because
0: everyone was harassing him for his proof, and then others wanted more information, uh, even just more articles—not necessarily more evidence. But holy moly! He goes on to say that he created a massive telescope lens. It was 24 feet in diameter and weighed seven tons, six times larger than one of the largest lens to date. So it's even larger than what we have now. How did
1: he do this in the 18? Well, in the 1800s, we're still using technology from back. Because he when, like, made it all were, up. Yeah. Oh.
0: He admitted it later. He admitted it later. He admitted it's he all it a lie. lie. Get yeah. out of here!
1: Get out of here! That's like the whole
0: pyramid thing.
1: I'm so sad. The pyramid thing. Are you? Yeah. T- what? 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 What other dreams are we crushing out here? <laughs> what is
0: this? Because I mean, you know, there's the whole thing. The pyramids were supposedly influenced by aliens because we didn't have the understanding or technology ah, back see. then. Okay. So, assuming Could there was we... a telescope like this, it would have to be influenced. When by When did some he come influence. out to say this was all made up? Like, 1835?
1: Could he have been threatened enough to where they forced
0: him to say, this is a hoax. This isn't real. Well, with your hard-hitting journalism, we'll to find <laughs> out. Alright. The hard-hitting
1: journalism? <laughs> have you played those games, Outlast? My new gents? No, Outlast or Outlast, never dude. heard of it. Those are the most epic horror games you'll ever play, and you want to talk about journalism? <laughs> Holy crap, dude! Don't we'll talk about journalism? Just think of Dead Rising. You are oh nah. That's I mean it's uh, pretty comical. That's tight. I like uh, that because of the whole like Evil Dead like Ash Evil Dead stuff, and then Dead Rising is pretty similar to me. Where it's it's but zombies. It's yeah.
0: Pretty cool. He said that he uh, it was carried all the way uh, on a cart from England to South Africa, which. It also had the magnifying power of uh, 6,000 times.
1: I mean, this is sounding pretty made up. Like, I can't (laughs) argue like this would be true at all, because I'm like, on a wagon (laughs) from Australia to where? No, uh, from England to South Africa. From England to South Africa? Yeah, on a a wagon. Like, how sturdy
0: of a boat could you even build? I don't even know. I don't even know. There's no land bridge from Europe to Africa.
1: This is eighteen hundreds so though. Didn't we already have a lot of things going on? Like submarines already?
0: No? Submarines? Am I tripping? Kinda. This is <laughs> I mean I don't think even Bioshock could have made that believe. <laughs> alright, alright. So it says according to the Smithsonian, there was a variety of strange animals, including vegetation along with a beach of white sand and a chain of slender pyramids herds of brown quadrupeds similar to bison were found in the shape of uh, or in the shade of some woods and then a valley were single horned goats that had a bluish color of lead small reindeer mini zebra and a bipedal beaver
1: Man's building the ark but
0: just imagine like a bear and a beaver mixed together what the Some kind of satanic platypus.
1: (laughs) Satanic platypus? (laughs) Yeah. Why did I imagine the detective duck from that show, from the
0: Disney show? Oh, fuck. But now he's he's just rabid and wild, and he's just like... (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) yep.
1: But okay, so these are the aliens he saw? They're not like the little green, or not green, well, I mean green on some. Well,
0: Edgar Allan Poe had a similar story, which we'll get into in a little bit, but his aliens were... uh, They were friendly as well. Uh, well you know, Herschel explains that some of them are friendly, I guess. Oh, I don't I don't imagine some so on this feral ass giant us- muscular beaver. <laughs> on this what insane the ass
1: acid trip.
0: <laughs> this boy saw aliens on the moon and were somewhat peaceful. We appreciate it. I just that. imagine some guy with a sketchbook and you know, out in the woods in the middle of the night and he just ate a shroom or something. I don't
1: maybe half naked.
0: No. Just a loincloth. cloth. Just <laughs> <laughs> with a sketchbook. Maybe. Painting the moon. He said that <laughs> it carries its young in its arms like a human being and moves with an easy gliding motion. But the real surprise came on day four. Creatures that looked like humans were about four feet tall and had wings and could fly. And we scientifically denominated them as Respetilio Man or Manbat. They are doubtless innocent and happy creatures. So okay. That's where we go back to the whole you know, Batman's basically copyright infringement.
1: What? (laughs) Why? Uh, Where are you drawing this conclusion from that statement alone?
0: Yeah. Because DC probably read this and be like, Batman.
1: (laughs) Wait, repeat the statement, because I ain't going (laughs) to... Okay, so we
0: scientifically denominated them as Vespertilio uh, Vespertilio Homo or Man-Bat, and they are doubtless innocent and happy creatures. I see what you're saying. But, uh... I mean, I just can't imagine some, like, menacing man-bat imp thing and think fucking friendly, you know? Same. I think of this... It's day. not like a Care Bear. I Imagine some feral ass things. Like, well, this isn't gonna be menacing.
1: Uh, you know what would be hilarious as shit, though? Like, this man-bat creature, like you're saying, is actually, like, friendly and uh-huh. is actually great. And then okay. here comes the Care Bear, ripping its wings off and of just bloody gory, like, this little Care Bear is the most savage and evil thing you've ever witnessed in life. Yeah, bear
0: the <laughs> werebears we will have original merch coming soon um, in the next one to two weeks I do plan to set up a curious store and then I don't know sometime very soon we will have original merch as well it's not like we don't have a plan but I'm juggling like three other websites one of the two you know so this was already done with um, Horse of Plenty and then I have another one which is a philanthropic kid store which is almost done and then I have two more uh, after that. But one is just like a professional site where I'll have my writings and stuff. And then I, if you ever want to find out anything else about us, like my side projects or, you know, if Phil has anything, I'll give him a shout out on there as well. And then uh, my last one is a job site, which is going to change the world. So I'll tell you about that one later. And you can, By 2027, you guys are going to be replaced by robots, most of you. 55% of America is going to be self-employed. And that new project is gonna glorious, but enough promotion from that. I've already sold my soul enough, so holy crap! Let's let go on here. I would say shameless plug, but boy, you, you had a shameless no, extension a shame. cord. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but um, I just wanted to apologize so, uh, for all, oh. the, all the busyness that you know has been entailing. Because I mean, the other social media accounts—I mean, the Twitter is very active, but the Facebook and the Instagram will soon be blowing up. I promise. That's cool. I promise. That's awesome. Alright, so it says, After his uh, discovery, Herschel claimed that his massive telescope concentrated energy from the sun, setting his observatory on fire and destroying the telescope, making it difficult to continue his research. And this is why.
1: That I find viable. Out of everything, I find that viable.
0: That's the most believable. It's like the... Yeah. You ever see that uh, those doomsday weapons that Hitler created? Yeah, that's exactly what One of them, them where he was... <laughs> He had giant uh, magnifying glass he was going to use to burn his enemies. It's yep. unlimited ammo. Yeah. That's a good idea.
1: That's what I mean. Yeah. Yeah. Solar yeah. power too is unlimited. We're going to have Star Wars laser beams. <laughs> I had this episode idea.
0: I wanted to do it. I want to buy it now. Yeah. Since, we're okay. on the, since we're on the idea of Hitler. Oh damn. So the first um, Just the very mention of the name. So the first recording <laughs> to ever break through the atmosphere was one of Hitler's broadcasts back in 1936. So You can't save Voldemort. There was <laughs> basically, <laughs> but there's this theory that uh, if aliens would ever hear anything from Earth, that would be the very first thing they heard was Hitler's broadcast. What? So we got to do an episode on that. What? Like,
1: why would it be? That? Okay, I don't know so when, but why would they we'll... even play that?
0: Like what? Well, I mean, at the time, this is 1936. He had ah, a lot okay, more okay, power okay, okay, than. But point. what I'm getting at is, what if they? haven't heard anything yet and that's what they hear at first because it was first broadcast Yeah. maybe we'll get lucky and they'll nah, just hear yeah. current versus back then because the transmission knows. of radio waves and or what if flow through space. what if it did manage to reach all the way through space and somehow they finally get caught up and they just hear it from then <laughs> and they're just like years back
1: they're like "Man, my, my. <laughs> I was like what what is he saying oh they're coming to invade
0: <laughs> coming invade they're probably going to avoid us I don't know. It's probably I hear, like a keep outside or something right
1: there's two things that i hear about the aliens right i hear one side saying all right we're friendly we're peaceful we're loving etc and then i hear like these are the ones getting probed right so i'm on the other side of the people where they're like i see an alien i swear to god like you know what i'm saying like, that's your so automatic that's, response. no come on you know me as a person as an individual i'll wait to do the shooting i'll just wait i'll pinpoint like hey man what's happening here Are we good? Hands on the holster, but not on the trigger. You know what I'm saying? So you (laughs)
0: quick draw, yeah. Humans are screwed up, man. We'll probably just enslave them and use them as, like, Pokemon or something. (laughs) That's that's my guess.
1: (laughs) And this is why. They probably hear our radio transmissions, and they're like, yeah, we ain't going over there, man. That's it."
0: (laughs) (laughs) So now we're going to tie it together uh, with the insanely furious Edgar Allan Poe. And he had a story called Lunar Discoveries, uh, The Extraordinary Aerial Voyage by uh, Baron Hans Fall. And okay. he described a story in which Fall uh, lives on the moon for five years with the Lunarians, and then he sends one back to Earth with him. Interesting. And he gets to the moon by hot air balloon. This boy did a Willy Wonka trip <laughs> <laughs> to the moon. <laughs> well, in the 1900s, they didn't know that you couldn't breathe in space, to be fair. So... so Wait, we
1: can or we can't breathe in space? We can't. We can't. There's but he, no oxygen in space.
0: No, Yeah, but what I'm saying is in the 1800s, there's no way you, they would have known that.
1: True, but what if this is a lie that we've been told now to believe? What if we can breathe in space? Well,
0: we're going on to the great moon hoax at the end of this, so, yeah, all the bases are covered. Oh, no. I uh, see. And then he says, the Poe moon hoax was less successful because it was satiric and comical. So he wrote it with the intention of implying it was a story versus Herschel, which is like this is fact. You this know? is real. Yeah.
1: There's really moon people. Be...
0: Basically. My whole
1: <laughs> My whole thing is like, say say it is, right? Let's let's just look at both sides here. Say it is real. Okay. I mean, what are we to do about it? In a sense of, Okay, <laughs> it's real, but does that change your everyday life? Don't think so. Uh unless they come down and say what's up <laughs> I don't know if they want anything to do with this that's what I mean like just just the unknown in general I think you okay so do you think people are so invested into all of this because
0: if anything if they were to find us and they were to make it how far assuming they were from us then they're probably way more advanced and they would annihilate us I can see that. Or option two, maybe they're prehistoric and they find us by accident, and then we do something crazy like make alien jerky or enslave them as Pokemon. <laughs>
1: alien jerky, like oh
0: I tried some alien jerky.
1: Oh damn! I don't know where that's
0: been. It's radioactive, man. What if they create like zombies or something?
1: You know, I had a dream. I had a dream, but anyway, I had a dream.
0: Okay. That
1: literally, and this is like I'm taking this dream, and I want to write. This is my short horror story that I'm okay. writing organisms living within fruits and vegetables that we manifested on planet Mars mm-hmm. that people ingest and end up developing super creatures out of, like, basically it's alien times 20, like, these things, like, live, and then the people... Like, the humans mutate you know, into the Some aliens? of them mutate, some okay. of them burst out of their chest, some of them, like, get eaten from the inside out, and, yeah. Anyway, so there's this football player, I don't know why he's a football player, but it's for, like, Space Olympics, and this dude... Yeah, yeah, it's crazy, like, there's Space Olympics all of a sudden, yeah, so... This is like 2028 maybe? No, but anyway, so probably future, like, way further down. Hi. What? (laughs) I want to be. Get out of here. Wish I was. Oh, my God. I mean. That would have been incredible, but anyhow. I'll read it.
0: Yeah, yeah I'd like, I agree, I, agree. Right. I mean, I'm not gonna judge, but little left field here. <laughs> little left, what? Anyway, because you're talking about poison, nutrition, and that's on the Space Mars. Olympics. Yeah, exactly. This is first, all happening on Mars. First of all, it'd be, it'd be pointless <laughs> to have athletes on Mars because the why gra- not the gravity? What about the gravity? It's not it's not as heavy, right? In space, the gravity's supposed gear? to be lighter. You don't know the gear that they're
1: wearing. You don't know what they're playing in, man. <laughs> no, but it's, like, it's the
0: bone density, right? So you there's bone density, like
1: like things to be.
0: Oh, okay. You know, so here's what played, I meant. Yeah. Like, so I for heard. the moon, for example, uh-huh. you're lighter, right? Okay. So you don't have to carry on as much weight. Yes. You could be like a 20 year old ripped man. Yes. Go to the moon, and then what if you have the bone density of like
1: 12 year old boy? <laughs> yeah. You know because
0: you're on the moon. Well, I mean, not at first, but, like, assuming it's Wouldn't 2028 that, and you so, grow up on Mars, for example. So
1: you'd be playing against all these other 12-year-olds, right? So you yeah. have the ability, though, of this 40-year-old strength, pulse, and man to just rocket yourself <laughs> at the speed <laughs> of, like, God and just
0: nail it, dude. <laughs> but it's
1: like, they would be shooting, like, bullets because of the gear. I'm, I'm thinking of the gear that they'd be wearing. Mm-hmm. And, like, maybe they stay grounded, etc., things like that. And somehow
0: it's controlled. 12-year-olds with weapons but. still make me think of Pokemon. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's true. <laughs> oh my God.
0: Yeah. Ah, but anyhow, yeah, so. Or like half the animes that ever existed, but. Also very true.
1: Also very true. But yeah. Yeah, no.
0: I mean, it's, so that, it's pretty that's hard. the horror short story. Okay, that now reading. that'd be interesting. I mean, yeah. I read it, but it's, it's pretty intense. But the whole the whole idea of the bone density is like I guess it'd be different if you grew up on Earth and then you were to go to Mars. You would still have you know the bone density from Earth because the gravity is down. But if you were to grow up like somewhere like that, you know, over generations, your bones would get thinner. I would think because why would you have to you know you wouldn't have to be so th- you know like as uh, durable.
1: I see what you're saying. You know what just popped in my head? You ever see that movie John Carter? Yes. Okay. That was Mars, wasn't it? Yes. You know there's 12 books of those? Did you know he was a super god (laughs) without anything on on Mars? It looked ridiculous. Because he came from Earth for some damn reason, and on Mars, because that whole lighter like spiel, this man could lift an elephant (laughs) and toss it. (laughs) I need to read the other books.
0: Yeah, I've never read the books. I only saw the movie, and even then, the movie didn't really... But there's supposed to be 12 novels, and it's supposed to Like, the book series is supposed to be amazing. It
1: just wasn't my forte, that's all. I
0: love the movie. I wish they would have made more, but I guess it didn't do so great, and they spent like half a billion dollars to make it. Damn. Well, because of all the effects
1: I think it could have been done way better now obviously as a like in our time in our
0: generation especially now. well they, they took a lot more risks when they. you know made it why in. though
1: you know why it didn't do well because I don't think people are honestly like effects are cool like, yeah, they're cool, but I really do believe, like, they want a story. And John Carter kind of lacked in that department for me. There's 12 effing books. Oh, my God. Maybe he did not lack a story, or he just told it so effing crazily long. Like. But, like I
0: said, the books are supposed to be way better. Yeah, I would the hope the novels so. Okay. Yeah, but Edgar Rice Burroughs is supposed to be, like, a really prolific, like, uh, sci-fi writer. Did you
1: say <coughs> Edgar Allan Bros?
0: Edgar Rice Burroughs. Oh, Edgar Rice yeah. Bros, okay. Because I'm pretty sure he's also the guy that did Tarzan. That's tight. Yeah. Uh, well, he did a ton of famous work, but at this be, top of my head, I could be wrong. Because of his so don't, work don't with be John me.
1: Carter, I did not watch Tarzan. In fact, I will not watch Tarzan. No, I'm just. No. I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. I, I'm, I'm just no. hyped, You
0: know, no. but I'm pretty sure it's the same guy. You yeah. know. No, I. I hear yeah. That's it. all. No, it's. Yeah. No, I
1: did. I definitely be down to watch Tarzan. <laughs> That'd be sick.
0: I don't. I don't know if that really. I don't know if it fits the narrative. I don't know. We still have the aliens, uh, man. The aliens. Yeah. Now, I mean, as far <laughs> as like. The movie review episode, though you guys, that one's gonna be good. But anyway, back to this one. Uh, it says Herschel underestimated the gullibility of the public and soon began receiving lots of questions regarding his discoveries, and he lost excitement about the project. He said, "It is too bad my real discoveries here won't be that exciting, and I have been pestered from all the quarters with this ridiculous hoax about the moon in English, French, Italian, and German. So in four different languages, this guy was getting eight mail." <laughs> <laughs> Back, b- back before the internet, you know. I'm, <laughs> I'm yeah. so sorry for like four different countries. Yeah, where people
1: took the time out of their day to yeah. sit there and write your ass email. <laughs> Oh my god!
0: You gotta think about publicity. That must be great for that guy's career. <laughs> what
1: career? <is> this man.
0: <laughs> oh yeah, he probably got destroyed.
1: Oh god! He's never gonna work again. in Four different languages. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Damn, that's oh. so savage. <laughs> I can only imagine
1: that happening. Like to just the people nowadays, right? Like especially of how communicative everything is holy crap you could say we're alien in that aspect of like future technology well, now like. You,
0: I mean that now your whole career could be destroyed in five minutes on Twitter <laughs> two seconds <clears throat> five <clears throat> minutes so on am retweet that and your whole career is over
1: hey man this guy bloop and then just <laughs> millions of followers yeah. like just oh man it's hilarious <laughs> i
0: can destroy this guy's career you know hashtag game time hashtag game
1: time hashtag fry wife and I die I don't know <laughs> <And> it's like yeah <laughs>
0: oh hashtag homeless shoot. you know this, that'd be great hey man just me in the streets hashtag homeless <laughs> like, could you imagine a dude <laughs> like the day before oh. he's driving around like a fucking Lamborghini or something <laughs> and the next day is a cardboard box one wow. of is on fire who knows oh my god
1: oh that'd be insane
0: so it says here oh speaking we're gonna tie this all together now we're yep. gonna talk about the uh fake moon landing conspiracies and the five most reputable uh alien sightings. Oh, damn. And oh, how we're going to tie damn. this all together and how in the 1800s they might have had the right idea. And the government just told them to go fuck themselves mm. and keep it quiet. right, oh, uh, let's get on Be this careful, one. Careful,
1: because all of us conspiracy theorists out here, the water is salivating from the mouth hole. <laughs> <laughs> so, I don't know why I said it that way, but that's exactly what happened. It's like some fucking
0: National Geographic documentary, <laughs> man. <laughs> Well, <laughs> all right. So, uh, point number one.
1: I watched a lot of those as a kid. That's probably why. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs>
0: um. So we'll do we'll do the moon landing one first, and we'll tie it right. with the aliens. All right. So the American flag looks like it is flapping in the wind. That's one one point why they think it's fake. Okay. And the reason it was debunked is because if you look at the American flag and the pictures from the Apollo 11 mission, it appears to be flapping. And the reason it isn't is because there's supposed to be a rod in the flag that's supposed to hold it together. And when they were extending it, it got bent. That was the short version, yes.
1: Oh, snap. Okay, right?
0: Yeah, uh uh-huh. But it, it wouldn't be very appealing anyway, so... I it, it looks a little more realistic if they decided to mend it. Okay. Yeah, because it was also a publicity thing.
1: Holy moly. Yeah. So if that was faked, and we never actually Well, there's landed, no wind in
0: space, so that makes sense.
1: Right? No, I know it makes sense, but if we never landed on the moon... Are you telling me there's bad people on the moon?
0: <laughs> if we were never to the moon, is it really made of cheese? Is it really made of is, cheese? Because I want that cheese.
1: For sure, for sure.
0: <laughs> Alright, so number two, it is fake because you can't see the stars. What? (laughs) Well, I mean, you can see them because of the light refraction, right? So, I mean, if it's black in space, how are you supposed to see the stars? Also true.
1: I was going to say, I thought light itself is a quote-unquote pollution to us seeing stars anyway. So, like, the more light we have... It causes, like, some sort of pollution from natural light to block. I don't... Dinosaurs. That doesn't... Be, what? I'm dead serious. You can look up light pollution. It's a What real the thing. fuck? Yeah. Oh, man, you just blew my butt um, <laughs> I, I apologize. I used to study a lot of science. Like, a lot. That's so <laughs> weird. But that was just one of the like, things. what the fuck? He's <laughs> like, what the fu- <laughs> I think, anyway, it's you been think a long time. You broke time. my brain? Oh, God.
0: <laughs> but, uh... Amiens, I'm, I'm here th- to protect them. No, I've <laughs> heard of that. So, what? But... That's an episode in itself, but, um... Oh, like pollution? Yeah, that'd be fun. That's weird. I not know there's a... What? But, um, just like my buddy was telling me, he, uh, he said that oxygen is the main reason that we age, and it turns out it, it is... Yeah, we're being oxidized. But if we were, if we were to somehow manage to, you know, to filter carbon monoxide, we could live exponentially longer. Oh, so keto, but for air? <laughs> Basically, Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's a good way to look at it. There you go. Man, we need to learn how to filter carbon monoxide. Ah, uh, yeah, good luck. And then that's
1: poisonous. That's why. Yeah, but still, there is a guy though. Okay, so you're absolutely right. There is a gentleman. So let's let's converge him into the whole alien thing that I heard about. This man gave himself venom, low doses of venom for twenty years straight, and built immunities. But but it took him twenty years. But you know if an yeah that happened with um, if an individual can do that. You know what I mean? So what if you just did minor doses of carbon monoxide to an individual for like 20 years and is that it? Or you, Nope, nope, because you're breathing in the oxygen still and I think... Well, you eventually I mean, still die. Yeah, you're just dying faster at that point. I think because you're killing this, this individual for 20 this, years. Um, It was a good concept at first,
0: but now it's gone, it's gone. Like, it was, is it? This is why we have theories, people. We throw those up. <laughs> like, there, there was this uh, study they did in like the 1800s, right, at the World uh-huh. Fair or some kind of science convention but you know they drank arsenic wow And little bits at a time okay and it got so good that they drank a cup in front of all these people okay. and I can't remember if they died on the spot or, <laughs> or if it's like a little bit later but they d- they definitely died from that and I can't remember how sudden you know I can't remember like the of time but you can't uh, just go from from not <laughs>
1: being a Saiyan to Super Saiyan 3 like that you just explode
0: <laughs> man they got balls that, that's
1: we will now drink a cup of arsenic in front of you. <laughs> Just straight out. Like, yeah, it's like a damn. shot glass of arsenic. Oh, Can you imagine? Oh my god. I can't imagine. <laughs> that's the whole messed up point. It's like, oh my.
0: But the. What was oh yeah, but anyway, the whole point of the whole stars thing was because, you know, they were. Um, it was daylight at that time on the moon. The side they were on was daylight. Ah. So that's why they couldn't see the stars in the pictures. This says the camera was too short to capture the spacesuits and the moon's surface while also capturing the comparatively dimmer stars. The same thing happens if you go on someone's back porch at night and turn off the lights. And, you know, you could you see go. the stars, but it's just faint Because they were on the daylight side, that makes perfect sense. That's pretty cool. AKA
1: uh, light pollution is a real thing
0: there. No, but anyway, so <laughs> continue. <laughs>
1: uh,
0: wait, so if there's light pollution... Then honestly, all uh, I, I know. Are we dying like, right now? I don't know. I mean, I mean we're technically always dying, we're, but we're always are dying. Are we dying faster? <laughs> yeah,
1: every I'm every day, every individual out here, we're all dying. But no, so. <laughs> I
0: mean, oh so, yeah, I told for, him that it worked because she said it was her birthday. I'm like. Hey, you're one year closer to death. And she just starts laughing. Wow. And Uh, Kudos
1: to her for laughing. (laughs) Not to be morbid. but (laughs)
0: Hey, this is a horror talk show. We got this. We got this. Uh, It says, yeah, uh, that was a weird thing to apologize for. Anyway, so number three, it says the shadows are not correct. The shadows
1: are not correct. In space?
0: It says in images from the moon landing, it is possible to see certain objects, even though they're in the shadows. Skeptics argue that even if the sun were the only source of light, this wouldn't be the case. Therefore, the fact that you can see some objects in the shadow must be the result of special Hollywood lighting. The problem with this theory is that although the sun is the main source of illumination on the moon, it is the only source of illumination. Another source is the lunar ground, which reflects the sun's light in the Apollo 11 pictures. The sunlight is being scattered or reflected off the ground every which way, and some of it a small fraction, but enough to be able to see. Scatters into the shadows. That is why in some images you can make out a plaque that Armstrong and Alder left on the moon even though it is lying in the shadow. Okay. So it's just light reflection from the surface. Because, I mean, if the sun was the only source and then there's just different angles that the sun is bouncing back from, you know, mm-hmm. from that light, but that's it. It would just be like from a mirror or something. Yeah, I it's a Similar idea. But still, that one is the most convincing to me so far. Okay. I... I will say that one. Me personally,
1: I don't know enough about light refraction or anything like that, so I'm just like, meh.
0: Well, you're Mr. Light Pollution, man. (laughs) That's the only thing I knew was the light (laughs) pollution thing. Captain Planet over here. (laughs) Captain Planet. (laughs) I
1: just don't know about light refraction. In general, so, like, what was it bouncing off of? The moon itself? Like the moon Yeah, surface? it was just
0: like, so the sun's coming down on the moon, and then the moon is refracting it in different angles. So is that that's a, why they're saying certain things in the shadow you can see, because at certain angles it's... Why would lighting. the moon have a
1: reflective surface in the first place is my question. Because we on Earth don't
0: have a reflective surface, do we? we have well, I mean, but wouldn't the rock also be made of a different material than ours? So that's... You gotta leave it that way.
1: So what's the... Hell, so what do, what's the... The type of rock on the moon, like it's literally I, called moon rock. Like, no, I'm sure okay. there's like some
0: like Latin name or something. Is there like a Latin name it for things? Igneous. No, I'm but, right. <laughs> but yeah, anyway, the whole idea though is that uh, I I'm assuming it's got like some kind of mineral, you know, okay. level or something that has to be different. I think of Starcraft when I start thinking of the moon now, and you know how they're farming all the minerals and. Oh storm? yeah.
1: Supply depots. (laughs) Build additional supply pilots. Anyway, like, no, yeah.
0: (laughs) Additional supply depots needed. Like, oh, God. It is fake because you can't see Armstrong's camera. It's
1: fake because you can't see his
0: camera. But they're wearing giant-ass bulky suits. Uh, An environment for the first time that they've ever experienced. Oh. That would be my reasoning. But it says, because it says right here, the camera they used on the moon was mounted on the front of a suit. Mm-hmm. Where and you where its hands are in the reflection you can you know so oh you, so
1: they're saying because you can't see the camera yeah it's like what the f type because they're is. talking
0: about the reflection so and, yeah okay so um, Neil Armstrong took a picture of Buzz Aldrin right yeah and you could see the reflection in Buzz Buzz Aldrin's helmet yeah of Neil Armstrong. But the camera is, like, right here on his chest, like, mounted. Mm-hmm. Instead of him holding it, you know, and then yeah. taking the picture that way. Yeah. And they can't see the camera. <clears throat> oh. But if you look in the reflection, uh, there's supposed to be, like, a little hole or something. You can tell. So. Oh, okay. It's just a special camera. Is all. all right. So that, that makes sense because if, it, if it's really bulky, then that suit, you know. It'd be hard to maneuver the camera at the same time. Yeah. Plus, you know, it's gonna be like a snail trying to chase after like a fucking rabbit because the camera's just gonna be flying off into space. Oh. Are you gonna chase it? Yeah. What even makes sense?
1: <laughs> so how how does this theory like impose that it's a fake landing? To me that made it more viable. This one? Yeah, for that particular camera thing. Like what
0: you're willing you to bet some alien jerky on it?
1: Hell no! <laughs> Some alien jerky? You know what? I'll raise you four radishes from Mars.
0: <laughs> <laughs> There's going to be some guy who's going to like ship us a crate of like some kind of unknown human or animal meat. Please from don't. From the dark web up. Yeah, and gonna, please don't. Oh, God. No. Nope. Nope. Yep. <laughs> I like crunchy stuff, so please make it dehydrated. Okay. <laughs> Moving on. It is fake because Stanley Kubrick filmed it. That's the fifth uh, reason... All the sources are on uh, the episode notes and the side, by the way, and these are coming from history dot uh, website. So oh cool. Anyway, so I just gotta cite they up. Okay, so yeah. Anyway, they're they're saying it's fake because uh, the film two thousand one Space Odyssey. Mm-hmm. It says in nineteen sixty eight for creating a realistic image of outer space, but a lot of those images, like you see uh, on Google Images, you know, where they're all colorful and stuff, they're mm-hmm. not really like that. It's just artists making it pop out more, so it's easier to like grasp the idea of the shapes. So I'd imagine it's just like really different shades of black or something. Like if you were to actually see it or maybe like gray. I'm not sure how it actually looked without the filtering. I'd never take the time to put that out. So this is just assuming. Uh, Anyway, yeah, it says that um, it was so compelling that some conspiracy theorists later wondered if the government had actually hired Kubrick to film the moon landing in a soundstage possibly like the one James Bond ran through in the 71 film diamonds are forever. The thing is the moon landing footage didn't look real because he filmed it. But uh, they enlisted astronomical artists and aerospace engineers to help him with it. The only evidence that Kubrick filmed the moon landing has itself proved to be hoax. So he had, well, he'll obviously have a help. He's not, you know, he's not an aerospace engineer. So but at the same time I'm thinking they probably because I mean if it's you know broadcast globally, mm-hmm. then what you want like an actual director doing that versus like someone who might have worked at NASA and didn't really have experience with that. So it makes sense to have a professional like that, and then yeah. just have the engineers help him to make it more believable and give a thorough understanding. I would think okay. It says, denial of America's a great progress in space exploration and belief in these myths is more of an ideological thing a political thing, and a scientific thing. Oh, then it is, you know, a scientific uh, thing. Oh, okay. So, I mean, I never thought it was I to begin with. But, I mean, it's just really fun to look into this stuff. Yeah, no, exactly. It's it's really fun. But I enjoy it. This is I'm, awesome. I don't know. <laughs> but some aliens gonna turn me into jerky now. Oh God! They're gonna be really mad at me. So,
1: in conclusion of all of this, right after going over like the hoax details, etc., stuff like that, what do you personally think? Like, do you honestly feel like we didn't land on the moon? Do you believe like aliens are real, etc., things like that? What What are your thoughts?
0: Uh, if aliens are real, I don't know if we'll ever come in contact with them because of how savage we are, or maybe they're just waiting for us to become more developed as a whole. I see. Maybe they're just waiting for us to be uh, sociologically found. You know, like... I mean, societally found. You know? So... We're not... We're not together. We're not unified as a whole to be able to handle that kind of interaction. Okay. So... Because certain parts of the world would probably like to wait to war with them. Others would want to befriend them. And I'm sure they don't want any of that, bu- uh, you know, that bipolar drama. It would <laughs> yeah, think. be hella crazy. Yeah. So... That, that's my assumption... Um, I think Stephen Hawking he had like he had this idea that if we ever were to try to contact them, that uh, we probably shouldn't because we would probably try to wage war with them. That was like his straight up answer, and I could see that.
1: That's always been the conceived notion, yeah. Yeah,
0: that's a trip. Okay, (laughs) but yeah, no, the universe is too you know vast for us to be the only living thing. So I'm not gonna say aliens aren't real, but I'm, I'm as far as we know, they're not real, and I'm not too sold on it. If anything, neither my I.
1: I, I honestly believe like well, that there's other the, life forms are definitely out there. We can't see certain creatures without use the use of a microscope. So
0: oh you know. well, yeah, there's this bacteria in space. And there's this nebula that's called God's Eye. Oh, and there's Jesus. constantly bacteria swarming out of this thing, like continuously. That is insane. But and scary at the same time. My, my idea, this conspiracy theory for you is: what if these things just slowly develop, and they've been watching us, and then. They try to take us over.
1: Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, how scary is that? We don't know what the hell those yeah, microbes what if, are. What if like,
0: they just, they do get pushed out and they evolve on some other planet or somewhere else and they're too afraid to contact us? AKA. <laughs> for us that time. reason, because we're insane. This is, but, yeah, yeah, this is
1: a trip. So there is. But a, it
0: kind of does look like an eye, like the nebula itself, like the little thing that it shows. Just dispersing all Yeah, non stop.
1: That is insane. What if it's some dude's like garbage hole, though? Like, in a sense, of, like, there's <laughs> like a black a hole somewhere. Yeah, you know? he's just shooting shit. Like, Maybe. Out of this black. Oh, and we're God. all
0: fascinated by it. Like,
1: oh, wow, this dude's dookie is amazing.
0: Dude. <laughs> Maybe, man. You're probably right. <laughs> But, what what if it's just recycling all the people that died in those black holes and those satellites and stuff?
1: Damn, we can get dark. We can get dark with it. Oh, that's well, is nice. like a
0: filter. You know, like a water filter for space.
1: Dude, you got to play that game, Dark Space, or not Dark Space, Dead Space. Why? Oh Dead space. yeah, Dead Space is one of the most Ooh. brilliant. Effing horror games I've ever played in the history of horror games.
0: We also talked about doing the video game reviews at one point, yeah. and we, we'll we get to that, but we're, we'll are we mostly just stick to the horror and stick with the movies. Yeah. Uh, we'll probably do some sci fi fantasy too, but it would have to be the darker stuff to really fit oh, the definitely. narrative. But we're, everything we're going to do is mostly shock so value. For me, so. Moon
1: is definitely. I don't know. Actually, I can't really decide whether or not we landed on it, because if we did, hey, we did. If we didn't, we didn't. I don't know. I don't know what that changes exactly. <laughs> However, the aliens, <laughs> the aliens part, I am convinced that there are other life forms out there that we still are, have yet to know in experience, especially with how vast everything is. But yeah, so I definitely believe there's like other life forms for sure. Out there, I just don't know what type of crap would happen if we ever made quote unquote contact, or and if we already have made contact, and everyone's just like, Look, we keep this underground <laughs> and uh, we don't say nothing to nobody because this is insane. There's got to
0: be cover ups at some level, yeah. The I totally agree, but that's why there was all that Storm Area 51 stuff going on. For a <laughs> while. And then Come they on, almost yeah. like shoot on sight, so <laughs> right. there's, there's something there.
1: There's definitely something there, but I mean, like, what if they just don't want you invading in their privacy, man? Like, you just don't storm somebody's stuff unless you want to be shot. It's kind of like my home. Hey, right? Yeah, I mean,
0: I, no, I, I see that too. <laughs> if anything, I would just. But no, nah, you're right. I'm still sold on the idea of Charles Manson's underground utopia. Oh no! And we need to really create the GoFundMe for that.
1: <laughs> oh God. Charles Manson's underground utopia.
0: All these archaeologists are finally going to be employed. Oh. like <laughs> so All these Indiana Jones aspirees waiting for years. That's it's tight. their moment to shine.
1: He's, it's our moment to shine.
0: <laughs> Why do I imagine like an army of archaeologists? I haven't
1: had a job in 20 years. <laughs> they all got shovels. And Let's go. We can,
0: like pickaxes and everything else.
1: But now I imagine the little kid orange, like, little orange shovels from the 99 cent store stuff. Oh, this like, like the same one? Yeah, they're just sitting there trying to pick at it, like, come on, guys, we <laughs> have a chance, let's do this.
0: <laughs> Maybe. Oh, Lord. Maybe. I, I, I where, really... Hey, where are those
1: producers of Sharknado's at? Come on, come on now. You made Sharknado, let's make an archaeologist movie with toys. Yeah. <laughs> They? And they have to squeak too when they hit the walls, like, <laughs> but they're like really like just digging too, like it's actually like a worpy. dog toy or something? Yeah, no, like it's a shovel, but when you hit it, yeah, like I guess it'll squeak like a dog toy, like, oh, like exactly. there. yeah, yeah, <laughs> <when it's like laughs> yeah, or whatever. I don't know, whatever squeaky noise really, people make. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm really sold this utopia exists. I am. Yeah. I, I, this is gonna be nuts. It has to be.
1: In the next 30 years, we'll end up finding it, probably. But do not touch any artifacts or relics, because, man, have you seen Constantine?
0: It's going to be like our new Atlantis. It's going to be the next Atlantis.
1: (sighs) I ain't touching Jack. Crap. Things are possessed. (laughs) Demons and whatnot, and angels' wars, whatever. You know what? (laughs) Y'all should never
0: involve people. (laughs) Uh, I need to know. (laughs) I hear you. Same. All right, so let's wrap it up here with our credible alien sightings, or at least the most credible. I shouldn't say credible because they're not proven, but some of these are pretty uh, realistic. I think the Nimitz one that we we're covering is the most believable. There's actually footage of that one. Holy. Yeah. All right. So you can find that one on, uh, or not that one, but the, the East Coast one, the fifth one that we'll cover, that one does have the footage. Okay. Yeah. So anyway, so the first one it was in New Jersey in 2001 on the New Jersey Turnpike, July 14th. So, for 50, around 15 minutes after midnight, uh, people marveled at the sight of strange orange and yellow lights in a V formation over the Arthur Hill Highway, I mean, waterway, between Staten Island, New York, and uh, looks like Carteret Street, New Jersey. So, and then uh, the Carteret Street Police Department, uh, and Lieutenant Daniel Tarrant was one of the witnesses, as well as the other metro area residents. From the Thuron's bridge on Long Island and Fort Lee, New Jersey, near the George Washington Bridge. Damn. And then air traffic controllers initially denied that any airplanes, military jets, or space flights could have caused mysterious lights. But there are people known as the New York Strange Phenomenon. Investigators claim to receive it. And they have FAA radar data that uh, corroborated the UFO sightings from that night.
1: What in God's name? <laughs> what? These are civilians that just popped up out <laughs> yeah. of nowhere. They're like, hey, we got yeah. you, we got you. They're,
0: they're tracking aliens with this. It's like... Bro, what? <laughs> it's like, uh, like real-life
1: men in black. God, that's what i was saying. That's how the am to say that. It's like a, a real-life equivalent. Me. I told my wife
0: that today as I was leaving. I was
1: like, we... Uh, they the like, yeah, no, <laughs> like, ah. <laughs> grew
0: up as kids and they're like, this is my new career. Yeah, holy hell. That yeah. was
1: incredible, though. Like,
0: and there's even this lieutenant, this freaking police lieutenant, and he saw that, too. Oh, it, damn. And then the government's, like, denying all of it. Yeah. They probably fired this guy.
1: I don't even know what type of precautions. You know it? Nope, he's Agent J now. They just took his ass in is what that happened. A,
0: yeah, they probably just took him. He's a new job. Yeah,
1: here you go, man. <laughs> you want to make money for the government? Well, Erase their minds. Give <laughs> them the defibrillator. No, <laughs> what is it? What defibrillator? What do they call that thing? I don't remember. I don't remember anything. I'm just throwing names out there. Use defibrillators people oh, okay. life, man.
0: <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> <Be you. laughs> uh, the USS Nimitz, two thousand four. So this one, this was a really interesting one. Uh, the USS Princeton, part of the USS Nimitz carrier strike group, noted an unknown aircraft on radar hundred miles off the coast of San Diego. And for two weeks, they had been tracking objects that appeared 80,000 feet and then plummeted to hover right above the Pacific Ocean at that speed. It says when two F-A-18F fighter jets from the aircraft carrier USS Nimitz arrived in the area, they first saw what appeared to be churning water with a shadow of an oval shape underneath the surface. And then a few minutes later, a white tic-tac-shaped object appeared above the water It had no visible markings oh, and no, no. End in engine wings or windows and infrared monitors did not reveal any exhaust. This is Black Aces Commander David Fravor and Lieutenant Commander Jim slate of strike. Fighter Squadron 41 attempted to intercept the craft, but they accelerated away, uh, reappearing on radar 60 miles away, and moved three times the speed of sound and more than twice the speed of fighter jets. What the fuck? (laughs) <laughs> Three times the speed sure it just wasn't
1: like a giant kraken type of thing underneath the sea, and it just woke up for a little bit, like.
0: Well, it, it wouldn't be like a, you know, like a giant pill flying away, because they said tic tac shaped.
1: What if he was like waving his tentacle? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, no, but, but nice. just like one pod is. No, it, you, yeah, what you, what you, if it's you. a sand pod? Oh God! Please no, no more. <laughs> <laughs> They're here. They're already here. Like that's it. That's what it was.
0: I want to get injected with some sand DNA.
1: Oh dang.
0: That the Terminator stuff we were talking about earlier? That was pretty intense uh, to be discussing
1: uh, about the Terminator stuff. That one was pretty cool. But we'll, we'll get into
0: that later. <laughs> it says, O'Hare International Airport 2006 flight 446 was getting ready to fly to North Carolina from Chicago's O'Hare International Airport when United Airlines employee on the tarmac noticed a gray, a dark gray metallic craft covering over gate C-17. This is 2006. A total of 12 United Air employees... And a few witnesses outside the airport spotted the saucer shaped crafter on four fifteen PM. So broad daylight, and there's multiple witnesses, <laughs> and they're still gonna downplay this <laughs> Hey man,
1: you didn't see anything.
0: It's like imagine if there's a mass shooting and then the government steps in and like this is this never happened. Right, and right. we're gonna pay you oh. to keep your mouth shut. It'd oh. be like the same idea. How much? Oh anyway. <laughs> oh <my laughs> Anyway, what your dignity. Your dignity. <laughs> I'm, wi- the- no, I'm sorry, we got mouths to feed. The witness says that uh, or the witnesses say that it hovered for about five minutes before shooting upward where it broke a hole in the clouds enough that uh, pilots and mechanics could see blue sky. The news reports became the most read story on the Chicago Tribune's website to date and made international news. However, because the UFO was not seen on radar, the FAA or the FAA called it a weather phenomenon and declined to investigate.
1: Oh, interesting! Oh, and declined to investigate. Okay. So
0: there's like 16 people minimum sees this object, jettisons upward, breaks a hole in the sky. No one believes. It.
1: One of their test subjects got out. That's why you ever see that show heroes <laughs> where like people, there's oh, yeah. facilities
0: and stuff. <laughs> but it, it's just the point. There's like a multitude of people, people that, employees and bystanders. Come on now. It, that well. is crazy. All that's right. This one, the Stephenville sightings, a small town of Stephenville, Texas. Uh, this is back in 2008, a mm-hmm. uh, hundred miles Southwest of Dallas is most known for its dairy farms. So it, it's pretty small. And, mm-hmm. uh, Citizens reported seeing white lights above sixty-seven, uh, Highway sixty-seven, in a single horizontal arc, and then in uh, vertical parallel lines. Local pilot Steve Allen estimates that the strobe lights spanned about a mile long and half a mile wide, traveling at three thousand miles per hour, and no sound being reported. So it's fucking mothership. No speed of sound. No sound being, sound. being reported. On top of that.
1: That's because they, they, miles they deported, an hour. Yeah, I was like, they already broke the sound barrier. That's why. That's insane. We have aircrafts that are breaking sound barriers (laughs) and and just traveling without dying. Like, they're just going through it. Uh, Wow.
0: And now, witnesses believe that the event was reminiscent of the Phoenix light sightings in 97, while the U.S. Air Force revealed that weeks later the F-16s were flying in the Brownwood military operating areas just southwest of Stephenville, Many townspeople didn't buy the explanation, believing that what they saw was too technologically advanced for the current human abilities.
1: I can definitely, yeah, I can see that. Like, so the cover-up
0: is going to be some, you know, fighter jet practice.
1: Wow, okay.
0: <laughs> and what were the dimensions for this again? What was it? It was pretty huge. Let me I messed this. up. My Spanned is- about a mile long and half a mile wide, and you're telling me it's a small squadron of fighter jets. <laughs>
1: You're right about that mothership, though, or uh, the Millennium Falcon. <laughs> Would
0: that be half a mile
1: wide? I really don't know, to be honest. I
0: mean, well, I'm thinking half a mile wide is pretty fucking big. Yeah, Millennium That's Falcon. It's like a skyscraper flying.
1: Yeah, it could be Millennium Falcon.
0: <laughs> I don't even think it's that big, but... No? Oh, okay. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, just imagine, like, fucking Empire State Building flying or something. <laughs> if someone makes sense. <laughs> Late in 2017, this is the one I was talking about with video footage. Okay. Along with news of the Advanced Aviation Threat Identification Program, was a video that revealed an encounter between an FA 18 Super Hornet and an identified flying vehicle seen along the east coast of. Uh, Raytheon advanced targeting forward-looking infrared pod. So it's a very long-ass oh, name. No. And the craft was similar to the spotted offset. It's so similar to the San Diego signing, the one that was hovering and then go underwater and then it would, you know. But
1: well, why are we taking quote-unquote countermeasures against this aircraft?
0: I think it's just monitoring.
1: Ah, okay. That so
0: if anything, if aliens were proven, the government is probably interacting with them. Oh, Already, yeah. And then probably <laughs> trying to be like diplomatic doesn't want the general public to know because we'll do something stupid like me and try to make alien yeah, or, right. or enslave them to be Pokemon. Because I can't be trusted. We see,
1: we see you, Japan. We know what you would try to do, alright? <laughs> we've, we've seen enough tentacles out here in this world.
0: Cthulhu gets a little too horny. Says so the pilots tracked the object at twenty-five thousand feet above the Atlantic Ocean as it flew away and simultaneously rotated on its axis. No explanation ever emerged. Damn. That's it. But it.
1: The flight maneuverability was like get juped t- <laughs> get shook, son. Like oh.
0: And if you yeah, if you go to the notes uh, on you know on the episode notes, we do have the link uh, on the article, and the article will have the video. That is sick. So. Um, as far as this episode it looks like a bit wrapped it up so what's your idea what do you think
1: I honestly like I said before I truly believe like yeah. aliens do exist um, more so of they we I don't know there's so much unexplained I can't really decide like what is alien you know what I'm saying like I'm one of those hippies right now like what is alien No, <laughs> it's kind of Twilight Zone yeah level that level. type of stuff but no like you <clears throat> know oh god in all seriousness yeah I believe that there's extraterrestrial life for sure it wouldn't, I don't know. I, I say it wouldn't freak me out, but then again, it would freak me the fuck out. I guarantee it. Just because I wouldn't be able to look at something in the sense of like, if, what if it was, like, some spider with, like, crazy, like, jaw hanging and, like, ooze coming out? But they're, like, hella friendly. Right. Like you said, like, the bat thing looked hella menacingly and stuff, but it was actually friendly. Mm-hmm. So this fucking ape cocoon creature, not, like, 20 legs comes out. just like, <laughs> like drooling. I'm, like, yeah, I like, going nuts. And he's, like, hey, no. No, like, oh, hell no. Nah. Like, see what I mean? My first, initial reaction, should be actually kill it, shoot it with fire. <laughs> like, burn this motherfucker. <laughs> and then, yeah, but... My,
0: my theory is that God's Eye is producing the aliens that we've <clears throat> encountered, and okay. they're just evolving from this bacteria, and they're probably going to either try to be diplomatic with us, or they're going to murder us, oh, and oh. make human jerky. Or... <laughs> the jerky, alright. So uh, or like... option two... <laughs> You know, it's some guy's garbage dump or toilet in another black hole somewhere and we're just getting the filter feed.
1: That's pretty disgusting, yet funny at the same time. And
0: then these are just like intergalactic maggots. Oh, God. Or maybe there's like an interstellar Genghis Khan, which I hope not. Let
1: me see this way. If they came about it the right way in a sense of like, say they introduced us to aliens in a proper mannerism then I think it'd be a lot easier to accept extraterrestrial life.
0: I think, if anything, if we should just have like a trickle-down effect, then we should probably just slowly <laughs> release it to the general public and like in, in burst, like maybe through video, and then do, like, non-felons or crime lords. <laughs> you know, maybe people that could be trusted. That's like, right. if you were... Because if you are working with a government at some level, and they were to have normal human contact, you would have to break any kind of barriers that way but even even then this is all assuming Yeah.
1: you know what I imagine right now just after hearing all of this I imagine that scene from Men in Black where Will Smith is standing there and they're getting him like through the test not where he like drags the table and has to like write on his little scamtron card, et Now he's standing there, and the alien pops out. He's shooting target practice, and the alien pops out. He doesn't shoot the alien that's like hanging on a lamppost. He shoots the little girl with physics and anatomy books and all this other oh, stuff. Yeah. And they're like, why'd you shoot little Susie? Like, what the hell is wrong with you type of dude? He's like she out here probably going to build a bomb with all these anatomy and physics books and that dude, he's just trying to get his reps on out of here. He's out here working out. And it shows the aliens <laughs> on okay. the lamppost just chilling
0: like... And
1: I'm laughing at because I was like, I can see that. <laughs> like, that's, that's so insane. Like, that's Yeah, but that's what I imagined. Like, that specific scenario for some reason of how I would react to aliens or how, how I believe people in general should react to aliens when they come out. Unless they're a 20 foot effing creature that wants to eat your soul but is actually being friendly. What if that's the messed up part? Like what if an alien did that? What if they can actually contribute like in a sense of being like oh yeah I'm really nice uh, and then, like just straight up just chomp a fool. Like I'm talking about jungle predecessor type crap. Like
0: I'll befriend Godzilla.
1: You'd befriend
0: Godzilla? I will straight up Power Ranger that thing tame Godzilla it's over. Yeah <laughs> it's, summon him it's over or Cthulhu one of those two one of those
1: 2
0: oh I'll even take cry. King Kong he's, he's fine too but I'll have some giant animal friend some kind that's what's up okay so we'll wrap this one up and make sure to check us out on uh, Twitter, Facebook and Instagram and also we will be coming YouTube very soon Amen. and thanks for listening
1: thanks for listening